Hello, and welcome to the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin in the only coaster lake shores. I'm your talking head, Jamie, and joining me this week for the sports report, you'll never see him kneel for the tie. It's Chad. Hey, what's, I really wanted to see a kneel for a tie. <laughs> or a tie to, like, so the Steelers didn't go to the playoffs. I don't know. It was just, that was fun. I stayed up late for that one. Agreed. I think that's the greatest injustice is that now we have to watch the Steelers in the playoffs rather than the Chargers and the Raiders. So yes. that's too bad. Yeah. Really quick on that, instead of just touching on that later, is do you think the Raiders were just going to run the ball until San Diego, or not San Diego, the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, took that timeout with like 30 seconds left to go? I've heard a couple different, yeah, I've heard a couple different things on that, um, because I know that um, Michaels and Collinsworth think that that might have contributed to that choice, Um, and, but but I've also heard um, separately that uh, they didn't, they were just um, trying to, trying to force the issue with a long field goal, you know, make them think about it, so I I have no idea, what do you think, it's Mm. kind of a fun what if. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I was trying to think, like, if I was a fan, you know, in that situation, mm-hmm. like, we're due for my team, I would just be like, just kneel, just whatever, just take the playoff berth. Because, like, what yeah. if you, what if you kick a field goal and it's blocked and they run it back? Kind of thing. Know. So all the, all the scenarios. So, like, I would just take the, the path of, uh, you know, highest probability, right? Agreed. I, I think the only, the only thing I've made sense as to why they, um, didn't do that and went for the win um, was that I think they would have drawn the Chiefs if they had tied given the seating the Raiders would have drawn the Chiefs and I think the Chargers would have played the uh, Bengals so oh yeah in that, you're right you're right yeah so that starts to make a bit more sense because um, I think the Raiders have a much better chance against Cincinnati than Kansas City but who knows anything I, can I don't know <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Cincinnati may be a little bit underrated, but we can get into that later. All right. Well, let's start with because we're going to do mostly football. So we'll start with a bit of hockey off the top. Quick hockey report for the weekend and days past. So the last few games for the Minnesota Wild, they defeated the Capitals in a shootout on Saturday. Minus one Kirill Kaprizov. He sustained an injury in Thursday's matchup against the Bruins, where they were also victorious 3-2, after sustaining a blindside hit from Trent Frederick, center young man. Um, the Avs have won their last two as well. They rallied to beat the Maple Leafs on Saturday. Um, at one point, they were down 4-2, uh, to two or 2-4, however you say it. Um, and I did not think they were going to win that game. The Leafs have been really good. They kicked the Avs' asses, I want to say, like maybe a month ago. Um, but they fought back. Devontae's had an awesome overtime goal, um, sealing it for the Avs, and he's slowly becoming my favorite player. I think if I were to get a jersey, it would be a Taves jersey. He's um, got, he's got something. I think he was out for the first few weeks, but he's averaging more than a point a game, and his plus minus is it's crazy. It's like he's approaching plus twenty or something like that. So. Really good. Um, and, oh, yeah, pending results. They did beat the Kraken last night, which it for the first two periods, it looked like that might not have happened. So Taves, again, had a game-tying goal. And, yeah, abs are rolling. Unleash the Kraken. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they've been a bit more. Uh, uh, oh, what's the word? Sashimi's not squid. What's what's a uh, squid on your uh, sushi plate? Anyway, they've been a yeah, bit more sushi. Than, guy. <laughs> yeah, they've been a not bit a more sushi, sushi than Kraken, but that's <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's all I got, Chad. Did you want to go over the football? Yeah, football. We so we our our teams, our beloved teams, the Broncos and the Vikings, lost their head coaches over the weekend. So the axe fell hard, especially for the Vikings. The Vikings axe fell hard. So GM gone, head coach gone. Yeah, so I didn't see that one coming era. for Spielman. Anyway. Yeah. No, because I mean. He's had some good picks, you know, think of like the offensive weapons the Vikings have have picked up over the last few years. So, but maybe it has to do with um, this weird thing that Spielman acquiring like all these late round picks. And you got to think like, well, if you're giving like these picks up in like the second, third and fourth round, like you're telling me that there's nobody there that you could pick up versus somebody late. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird, but but it still feels like they've drafted well. Doesn't it? I mean, for for offense, defense, mm, not yeah, lately. True. That's probably true. they're they're in a in a quarter a cornerback pinch right now. Yeah, which has and probably that's, been their Achilles heel because they can't stop anyone. No, and yeah, we've we've felt it this year for sure. It's been and Smith's getting older. It's yeah, that's very fair. But. We'll see. I mean, hopefully the team shouldn't really drop off much unless they come in and just like go a total rebuild mode. But I don't really see that happening. I think they know the fan base would probably revolt. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I think you have to keep cousins now. Um, I think if you get rid of cousins, you lose. You lose the rest of your other weapons on offense, you know, because it's for them. It's like they're starting over again and. So I just don't I just don't see that happening. They'll probably find some way to work out cousins like contract. So like the cap isn't that hard next year. And yeah, try to get some better coaching talents and some offensive minds and defensive minds. Maybe they'll get Fangio for a defensive coordinator. <laughs> there you go. And yeah, run this by me. So and, and I think I know the answer, but it's just kind of fun to tease it out. So why would they not? Because he was a great D coordinator for the Bears. So why? Yeah. What? Why does this never happen where a coach will take a demotion and stay on as the offensive or defensive coordinator? And then you just hire a new head coach. Is it because they've already had that presence in the locker room as the head coach and like the power dynamic would be all funky? Yeah, I I had that same thought actually yesterday. Like why? And you got to think it'd be like, I try to think what would it be like at your your place of work? (laughs) If like the top dog whoever that whom that would be they demoted down to a lower level of coaching staff and then someone new comes in like usually like your new head coach i mean feel like how that would be for like the new head coach Mm -hmm. now coming in too, trying to bring in like their own system so yeah i i suppose that's that's assuming the new head coach would keep them on staff too and that's Mm -hmm. yeah you know and there's egos at play i bet i mean i just Plus, I, I, just trying to read the tea leaves on the the Wilf press conference yesterday too. About, of course, they had like their lines. Like people keep on asking them questions, and they pretty much said the same thing over and over and over again. But they did mention something about um, 
they want to find somebody that will be a, a good communicator and a leader, mm. you know, for the entire team. Yeah. On like a day-to-day basis. And I think I shared this earlier, earlier in the season. I was like, I just don't think Zim's like an easy guy to work with. That's why the Vikings will have their seventh offensive coordinator probably next season in seven years. So, Right. That's a great <laughs> point about their OC. And I remember, too, um, super early in the season, just reading um, different stories in the Star Trib about uh, Kirk Cousins and Zimmer. Like, this was the year they finally had a meeting each week and had breakfast together once or twice a week and just bounce ideas yeah. off of each other. And I'm like, this is the year? Like, year three? Or is it four? I can't even remember. But year yeah, four. No, you, yeah. Year four, you guys finally decided to do that. So I, I think you're right. I think there's something to that. Just. Yeah, yeah Zim's probably just like a stubborn guy. I can't, can't you just see him like being on the field, like yelling at everyone. And then like once practice is over, just sitting in his office. Totally. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean. But anyway, I don't know. These are, as a fan, these are always like the tough parts now too, because it's now it's really uncertain. Uh, yeah, because there's other teams too that are yeah. There's other teams too that are looking for a head coach, and it's competitive. And yeah, hopefully, I think the Vikings is still a favorable spot to land, and I think your Denver Broncos is a good place too. So they're kind of maybe they'll get a. Aaron Rodgers or whatever these other QBs that are out there in the lurch. So, yeah, someone threw Russell Wilson out there, which I honestly mm-hmm. I'd rather have Rodgers. I can't believe I'm saying that. I've just never been a huge Russell Wilson fan, but he's he would absolutely be better than the guys we have right now. Um, you know, and I would I would take him over really anybody else except for Aaron Rodgers. But um, no, I think. I think you're right. I think that the Vikings might even be more appealing because they already have their quarterback. I mean, we we still don't have yeah. that guy yet. So, yeah. and but I do think we're also a quarterback away with all of the talent we have on offense. You know, I I just think the right the pieces are in place. The pieces are in place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Broncos are in that same situation they're in when um. Uh, Peyton was brought in. Yeah, agreed. I'm with you. I hope we don't screw it up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, man. Now it's time for Minnesota Sports. LOL. All right. So what I've been doing, Jamie, is have you gone to that site ever called Minnesota? No. Um, this is the official Minnesota calendar of calamity. <laughs> it's um, it's actually it's it's I don't know who, who the creator in quotes I'm doing air quotes of the site is, but it's actually uh, Dan Barrero from uh, KFAN. KFAN oh, created no this way. site. So I wanted to go to today's date, which is. What? January 11th. Is that today? Yes. Am I reading that right? So on this date, January 11th, 1970, in the calendar of Calamity, 
the Minnesota Vikings lose Super Bowl four to the Kansas City Chiefs, which was played in New Orleans uh, before the Superdome. Obviously, and I think earlier in the year, I I brought up the anniversary of the Balloon Boy at Met Mm -hmm. Stadium. Yeah, so this is the same season. And at this game, they also had a hot air balloon incident where a Vikings mascot gets into a hot air balloon and before the game and it crashed into the stands and then went out of the stadium. So yeah, it was um, (laughs) the omens were there for not so great season for the Minnesota Vikings, but yeah, Super Bowl four. And that was today's Minnesota LOL. (laughs) I think (laughs) that was great, by the way. I think you brought this up last time, too. What was the deal with the hot air balloons? Like, everyone thought that was a great idea and just continuously failed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's probably one of those things where I'm guessing in 1970, I feel like any any time in history before, like maybe the year 2000, things were still a little <laughs> before, like the the. uh uh, proliferation of cell phones. I feel like those are kind of like now will be kind of looked at the dark ages for for our children um, because shit was just kind of weird and people could just do stuff and people were like, OK, cool, like just go along with it. I'm sure it's safe, right? Somebody is doing it. I'm sure they have all the, the wisdom and knowledge to make sure that this operates safely. And it was probably like somebody was like, hey, let's get like a hot air balloon and let's like jump in it. And we'll launch out of the stadium before the game. All right, cool. Let's do it. (laughs) Can we do that? Great. (laughs) I don't know. Everything is a good idea until it goes wrong, I guess. Right? Just like Vietnam. Talk about the 70s. God. Oh, God. (laughs) My God. Yeah, I don't know. 70s. It's just like hair, man. That's all I can think of is (laughs) hair. Bad hair. The president even had bad hair. I don't know. Like, Jimmy Carter, man, what are you doing? Your hair is bigger than your head. (laughs) Come on, guy. Uh, Shout out to Jimmy Carter. Yeah. One of the greatest presidents ever. Underrated. (laughs) Underrated, yeah. Yeah. Tough presidency. Um, Bad timing, I would say, for him. Uh, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I would love to see how you transition from Jimmy Carter to the uh, playoff predictions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, all right, here are playoff predictions. Nailed Um, it. (laughs) More than more playoff predictions than Jimmy Carter has liver pills. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Did you did you hear your parents say that a lot when you were a child? more no. liver pills no yeah something more than jimmy carter has liver pills no <laughs> yeah mine did but my mom's ancient too so i mean i'm an old man jamie with old parents all right so um <laughs> all right segue so back in november so almost two months ago or a little bit over two months ago two months and two days uh we did some predictions for who we were going to who we thought would make the AFC and NFC championship games. Um, and Jamie, I'll start with you. You picked the Patriots versus Ravens. 
in the <laughs> AFC. And NFC, you picked the Bucks versus Packers. So you in, you you told me that I had those purple tinted glasses on back then, and you were right. But um, you know, I could I could never pick the Packers for anything. That's fair. And I <laughs> I get it. And yeah, while my Ravens pick has not aged well, um, although they were only a game away, not, neither has the Patriots for that matter. I you know I I think I undervalued the rookie Mac Jones in the playoffs, um, which seems like it's going to be a lot more harder for him. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah, I feel really good about the Bucks and the Packers because the AFC has been wide open all year. I don't feel bad for swinging and missing on that one, but. Um, yeah, you're right. I'll give you that, too. Um, I had the Patriots versus Bills in the AFC. And NFC, I have Cardinals versus Bucks. Bucks. So, we'll see. I feel like I, well, Arizona's been coming up, came on a little strong towards the end. But, yeah, I don't know how, how good I feel about that pick right now, at least for Arizona. I don't know. I was going to say that I kind of like them as a as a dark horse. Um, I minus D hop that sucks I mean I think that they're gonna miss him a lot but yeah we'll see oh, yeah. they have they oh man I should have prepped for this to see how many times they've beaten LA this season um yeah they beat him one two three week four and then they lost oh yeah that's right they lost that Monday they lost, night game so that I know that's when they went from like the number one seed to the number five yeah overnight. That's right. With that said, um, we'll just jump into like the playoff schedule for next week. So, Jamie, I'll just go through uh, the playoff schedule here. Why don't you tell me who you think is going to move on? And, um, yeah, we'll talk through each one of these pretty quick um, before we go into our final segment here. So, all right, so first one here is Raiders at Bengals. Um, Raiders at Bengals. I, I like the Bengals. They've been red hot, but... I, I don't feel good about it. I think um, Bill Simmons has been calling the Raiders the Michael Myers team all year, and I think that's so apt. They just <laughs> of you course. can't kill them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd agree with you, too. Um, I feel like the Bengals are still an underrated team. Um, they could really put on the points quick. If you're not watching, paying attention, They'll really take advantage of any like turnovers and stuff like that. So yeah, watch out for the Bengals. So I think they'll they'll probably easily handle the Raiders in that one. I think their little um, Cinderella run here is is going to be over here with all their turmoil this season. So all right, up next, Pats at Bills. This should be an entertaining game. Ooh, yeah, this one again with these two teams. I have no idea. I'm just gonna go with um, yeah, because the snow game, Josh Allen kind of fell on his face, and then. Their next matchup, he played probably the best game he's played all year. Um, I'm going to go Bills just because um, Patriots have looked a little bit exposed the past two weeks, and Mac Jones is a rookie. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you too. Um, I think Bills at home, and the 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 uh, fresh rookie is probably going to uh, not be at a deer in the headlights, but I think the his talent will probably not talent, you know, it's a playoff game. It's a different atmosphere. So, and the bucks or the bills were there last year too. So no, we'll see, but I think bills will probably probably take this one at home. All right. Next one. Uh, Eagles at bucks. This is where it gets interesting. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm going bucks. I don't even have to think about it. It's 
Tom Brady, granted, no Antonio Brown. Um, I think Godwin is still out, but doesn't matter. Bucks. Yep. I'll go with the two Bucks here. Um, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. Um, by now, I think we should know better. Uh, this teams always have a chance. But this is where I feel like the NFC, I feel like all these road teams in the NFC, I would not be sh- surprised if the Eagles win this game. Um, they're a weird team. Um, they can, they have a fast and speedy team, and I think they can also put up points too. But yeah, Bucks defense hasn't been as tough as last season. But yeah, we'll see. But I, I definitely think Bucks will pull this one out. But True. I won't be surprised if Eagles upset. True. All right, next one. 49ers at Cowboys. Oh, this one is tough for me. I, I just, San Francisco has looked so scrappy these past uh, few weeks, and they have some serious weapons with Samuel Kittle. And I, it normally I would say Dallas, but Dax looks so funky that I'm really hesitant to pick them because, I don't know, I think their defense is better. Um, they have just as many offensive weapons with a better quarterback. So ah, I'm going to... I'm going to say that Dak figures it out and go Cowboys, but if the Niners win, I I won't be surprised in the least. Yeah, I'm I'm a Cowboys fan too, but I'm going to go 49ers. There's something that does seem off about the Cowboys coming down the stretch here, and I think the big wins that they've had in the last few games have been against Washington and an Eagles football team that didn't have their starting quarterback, and I think they had some other starters out too, So, um, and they didn't have anything to play for in that game. So yeah. I think the 49ers are going to upset the Cowboys in Dallas. Okay. Next game, Steelers at Chiefs. Um, what do you think? Who? Uh, Kansas City. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't have this to game's think about be, it much. But, this yeah. game's going to be ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to watch that one. Maybe just oh. see what the final score is. It should be a... It should be... It should be a blowout, but now that I say that, it'll probably be like a really close game and come down to like a late second field goal. Right. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll watch that one for you, Chad. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah. All right. Uh, and finally, Cardinals at Rams. This should be an entertaining game as well. Oh, man. Yeah, this is another one. I don't know where to go with this. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with my heart rather than my head, and I, I want to see Kyler win one in the playoffs. So I'm going Cardinals. Yeah, same here. I don't <laughs> I I don't think this is probably gonna come down to what the Rams offense can do. And I don't know. They just Well, these teams just played each other, right? Yeah. Two weeks ago? Yeah. So two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't I think um Cardinals will probably pull this one off this time. Did you see Odell Beckham run um the same route as Cooper Cup last week against the Niners and uh almost intercept a pass that was intended for Cooper cup. That was pretty funny. No, <laughs> no. That's awesome. Yeah, they were, I don't, I don't remember if it was a third down or not, but yeah, he, um, he, he and cup ran the same route and it looked like it, it, it honestly Stafford might've been trying to hit Beckham. I'm not sure, but it looked like it was going for cup and like Beckham tried to grab it with one arm. It was a bit out of his reach and it was incomplete. And yeah, the announcers were like, did they just run the same route? Like, what What was that? It was pretty funny. <laughs> All right, Jamie. Um, go really quick here. So let's do some your Super Bowl picks, and then we'll go into the, your new and final segment this week. So Yes. Um, 
so just two teams. Uh, obviously, we didn't talk about the Titans and the Packers first round bye. Um, I sorry, I I know you won't. Um, so I'll pick the Packers in the Super Bowl. I am going Packers versus. Oh, jeez. Bills or Chiefs? Bills or Chiefs? Bills. Packers and the Bills. Packers. Why not? Bills. All right. Yeah. I am going to. I'm going to shock you here, but I'm going to explain why. I'm going to go Bengals versus Packers in the Super Bowl. Whoa. Yeah. And um, I do this every year for the Packers. I always just say like, man, they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. And I just use the reverse psychology to somehow hex them. (laughs) And Aaron Rodgers will actually choke in the NFC Championship game again. It's happened before. (laughs) (laughs) But... All right, we'll see how that goes, and we'll continue our playoff picks here, I guess, every week leading up to that. So, nice. Good luck. Okay, so this is, uh, since we don't have Final Fantasy, fantasy football's over. We we still have fantasy hockey. Maybe we'll do more on that later. But I just, <laughs> this is a segment what I, which I like to call, hey, this frigging guy. And it's <laughs> in my, my, my East Coast uh, state of mind, if you will. And it's just. Whenever you're watching a sport, there's there's no rules. Sometimes it's a good guy. Sometimes it's a bad guy. But whenever they do something in a game that's like, you know, ah, this frigging guy right here. So this week, the honor goes to uh, Trent Frederick, who laid that hit on Kaprizov. Uh, Trent Frederick for the Boston Bruins center. Like this frigging guy. He's going to hit our star player in the back when uh, – ooh, I said our star player. Freudian slip there. I love ooh. Kaprizov. <laughs> ooh. I don't, I don't love the wild, but I seriously love watching Kirill Kaprizov, which is probably why I went there. But uh, yeah, this frigging guy, he's going to hit him. He's unprotected in the back. That's a star player. You know you're going to get hit in the face, but do you care? No, because you're losing the game. So this frigging guy, watch him do it. And then uh, Devon <laughs> Taves. Oh my God, this frigging guy. He's out for a month of the year, and the Avs, they're just hanging on. But he comes back. He's averaging nearly a point a game. He's got two... Game tying, game winning goals in the last two games. This frigging guy, can you score on him? No. Is he going to score on you? Yeah. This frigging guy, Devon Tapes. My God, where would the abs be without him? Do you do you have any of these? These frigging guys? No, I want to keep on doing this though. I want to. I'll have something next week. Okay. But this cool. is uh, this makes me feel like the SNL uh, weekend update. Like really, 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 the, really, <laughs> really. Really? This freaking guy. This freaking guy. <laughs> Is there a movie quote, quote I could pull where it's like, this freaking guy? I'll try um, to find some. Yeah, we'll have to find one. Because yeah, it, it, it could be anybody like, ah, oh, Kirk yeah. Cousins. My God, he doesn't get the This freaking guy. He doesn't this get the vaccine. <laughs> My God. And now his team's out of the playoffs. Jeez. This freaking guy. <laughs> I love it. This is awesome. All right. Oh, is that it for this week? That's all. That's all we got. Cool. All right. We're, this is episode sixteen, right? I think so. We're creeping close to twenty. So unbelievable. Ooh, nice. We just have to blame Christmas for missing a week. So <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Christmas will repay us, I'm sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Santa Claus or Jesus? Let's see which one. <laughs> if Santa Claus is if you're nice, I guess Jesus is if you're naughty. That's right. Got some reckoning to do. Yeah. Probably put you on the cross or something. (laughs) 
this freaking guy. He dies for your sins, Chad, and that's what you have to say. I mean, <laughs> this, freaking, this, this freaking, freaking guy, Chad. This freaking guy, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where you'll find this freaking guy, Sacrilege, and Jimmy Carter. And um, <laughs> let's. <laughs> we hope you enjoy the NFL playoffs this week. There's some. I think the Wild are back. They had one game postponed, but I think they play again this week. Um, Abs just won. So I think they play Wednesday. Um, yeah, we'll have to check the schedules for that. But yeah, have a great week. Thanks for joining us. Later, Bye, everyone. See you.